This morning, I want to share with you something that we're going to take a journey on what I have titled The New Birth in Christ. The New Birth in Christ. Hallelujah. So in as much as we come every day, I'll take you through the mandate. So I've just taken you some few things in the mandate. The new birth in Christ. Hallelujah. What manner of man is Jesus? 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 Hallelujah. The new birth in Christ. John chapter 3 verse 1 to 6. But before I read us these scriptures, there are four things you need to understand that it is not the new birth in Christ. The new birth in Christ also means being born again. That's the popular terminology. Being born again. The new birth, tell someone the new birth in Christ means being born again. Hallelujah. So I want us to see about four things that is not being born again. Number one, being born again is not a change of character or an act. Being born again is not a change of a character. It's not a change of an act. Because being born again is not a character modification. It's not a change of act. It's not a change of character. Number two, being born again is not the work of any man. Being born again is not the work of any man. Hallelujah. It's not the work of any man. Number three. Being born again is not a second birth. <laughs> Hallelujah. Being born again is not a second birth. Number four, being born again is not an upgrade Adam. <laughs> being born again is not an upgrade Adam. It is not Adam who has been upgraded. Praise the Lord. So it is not a change of act or character. It is not the work of any man. Number three, it is not a second birth. Number four, it is not an upgrade of Adam. It is not an upgrade Adam. It is not an upgrade Adam. Hallelujah. In John chapter 3, verse number 1, the Bible said, There was a man of the Pharisees called Nicodemus and a ruler of the Jews. Verse 2. That same came to Jesus by night and said unto him Rabbi thou art a teacher from God and no man no man can does that which thou doest except God with him now he's saying that with all that you are doing no man can do that thou doest no one can do that thou dost, except God with him. In other words, the man believed Jesus to be a prophet, that your teachings come from God. Now, this one would have applauded this man before Jesus. Jesus said, ah, you are the one seen from vision, that no one can do what I do, except God be with him. 
He said, you are rabbi. No one. He said, you are a teacher from God. Look at how he came. He said, you are a teacher from God. No man can do what you do. Except God is with him. And this guy, look at his credential. He was of the Pharisee. A ruler of the Jews. So he has the pedigree to recommend the new preacher in town. This is a new preacher, evangelist in town. A young boy of 30 years, preaching so hard, and this old veteran teacher of the word is coming to encourage him that no one can take these things except God be with him. He said, you are a teacher from Yahweh. And no one can do this miracle that thou dost except God be with him. No man can do these miracles that thou dost except God be with him. Everything he said was true. But he missed a lie. Jesus answered to the guy as if he was angry. As if he never understood what this teacher of the Lord, this Pharisee, communicated to investigate. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. It, 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 it looks so paradoxical. A man just came to encourage you as a young preacher. He's an old pastor who has been in the front line for many years. And you are just a young man who just began a church at a junction. And he heard about your preaching in the market. And he came to encourage you. And you are seeing something different. Hello. He said, you twice say to you, except a man be born again, he cannot... See the kingdom of God. He can't see the kingdom of God. He can't be at where God is. He can't be in the temperature that contains God. He can't be in God's atmosphere. He can't be in the domain of God. Then the God was said unto him, How can a man that is old be born? How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter into his mother's womb and be born? He said he was not making sense. How can a man be born that is old? How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter into his mother's womb and be born? Then the Jesus took over five. He said, and Jesus answered. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter. First, he says, see, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Verse 6, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. Jesus was telling this guy, you need a spiritual birth. You need to be born again. Except a man be born again. When you read in the Bible, he said, Except a man be born of water and of the spirit has become a theological controversy. Because it is not water baptism. Hello. Being born of water is not water baptism. See, water is used as symbolic in this test. 
When you read in the Bible, most of the time, God used water to represent his word and his spirit. Example, in John chapter 15, verse 3, he said, Ye are made clean through the word that I have spoken unto you. In Ephesians, Paul said, when he was talking about husband and wife, he said, God will sanctify you by the washing water of his word. Hello? He talked about the washing water of the word. The washing water of the word. The cleansing agent of the word. The washing water of the word. And Jesus said, you will be made clean throughout the washing water of the word. Jesus also said in John 17, John 7 verse 37 to 39, he said, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. He's not talking about physical river. It's a symbolic. Water is a symbolic of newness. Symbolic of newness. Hello? A symbolic of newness. A symbol of newness. A symbol of something that has been cleansed. So sometimes it's used as a symbol of the ability of the word to make you clean. Sometimes it's, it, it represents a symbol of the spirit to bring something new. Hello? And I believe based on 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 23, I believe that that test would have been, except a man be born of the word of the spirit. Because Peter said, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the word of God, that liveth and abideth forever. Peter said, we are born by the word. And there is the washing water of the word. And when the word water is used to represent the spirit, it means newness. When the, the, the word is represented by water, it means you are being sanctified by the word. So Jesus was not talking about baptism in water like John. But he said, except a man be born again, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. In John chapter 1, verse number 12 to 13, Jesus said, But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Even to them that believe on his name. As many that receive, you check the word receive. It means to graciously receive something easily or freely given. Hello? It means to graciously receive something easily or freely given. Praise the Lord. And the word give also means to bestow a gift. You will bestow a gift or giving to the one who is asking. Giving to the one who is asking or to bestow a gift. But the gift was bestowed because it was asked. Hello? So he said, as many that received him, who graciously received something that was easily made available by God. To them gave he power, power, authority, the right, the privilege to be sons of God. Even to them that believe on his name, the ability, the ability to believe is a gift from God. The ability to believe is a gift from God. Verse, verse number 13. He said, which were born not of blood. He said, these ones who have become children of God were not born of blood. 
which were born not of blood, nor the will of the flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. He said, this new birth has nothing to do with the natural birth. It has nothing to do with the Adamic life. Which were born not of blood. It is not blood relation. Hallelujah. Not the will of the flesh. Sometimes children are born by the will of the flesh. The will of the flesh in the sense that the man felt to have sexual activity with a woman and he didn't go with the intention of actually producing children but through the will of the flesh to fulfill sexual desire palavancha baby two come at the end of the day by the end of the one month the woman will say I have missed something and the man will start saying me not me not uh, me I uh, what, what day to be confusing hello the will of man is the intentional thing you make that these people want to give birth to children. So they are going into sexual activity because they want to make children. Example, some people cannot make children according to natural order. They go for artificial insemination. There are a lot of the, a modern ways that people have the will to give birth to children. He said it's not the will of man, not the will of the flesh, but of God. It means that it is God's will for us to be his children. Hello? It is what? God's will for us to be his children. It is God's will for us to be his children. It's not something that we orchestrated. It's something that he initiated. It's something that was ordained by God himself. Hallelujah. Are you here this morning at all? Praise God. Hallelujah. He said, except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he shall not enter the kingdom of God. He cannot enter into the rest of God. He cannot enter into the realm of God. He can't deal with divinity. He can't see in the realm where things are controlled by God. He can't see the righteousness of God except the man is born again. Hallelujah. Except the man is born again, he cannot experience the kingdom. Because to see means to experience the kingdom. You see, sometimes when you are born again, you are not yet translated into heaven. You are still a physical being, but you are spiritual. But you experience the kingdom. You experience God. You experience the Holy Spirit. The Holy Ghost coming was the coming of the kingdom. The coming of the spirit was the coming of the kingdom. Was the coming of the atmosphere. Was the coming of God coming to live among us. Now, entering the kingdom is the end of the age, whereby every type and shadow will meet its own reality. He said, a certain man be born again, he cannot experience anything that God has accomplished that is in Christ. And at the end of the day, he cannot enter into the realm of God, in the realm of eternity. So being born again is crucial. Being born again is very, very important that we got to get more people to believe in Jesus. We got to get more people to be born again. We got to preach the gospel to people to believe so that they can be born again. I said it's not a second birth. Now the word again from the Greek, it means a different type of birth. Not something repeated. Hello? When there's different type of something, they have no alliance, they have no relationship, they have different focus. So it's not in a chronological order that this one happened and this one will follow next. That's why I said it is not a second birth. 
Because the word again means a different kind or a different type of birth. So being born again is not a second birth. The word again means a different kind. A different type. Hallelujah. You cannot, you cannot arrange them together. They are of different breed. Different, different species. You can't miss them. It's like you want to miss sugar with stones. Hello. You want to miss Gary with Jollof. They are not friends. They don't correlate. They are not neighbors. They live in different countries. Hallelujah. Praise God. So what is being born again? Number one. Being born again means being born anew. Being born anew. Being born anew. It is not rebirth. It's being born anew. Hallelujah. Being born anew. It means to be born from above. To be born from above. To be born from above. The Bible says, He that is from above is above all things. It means to be born from above. Number three also means being born again means being born of the spirit. Being born of the spirit. I mean the spirit of God. Being born of the spirit. Hallelujah. Being born of the spirit. So when you are born of the spirit, you are born again. You are born anew. You are born from above. Hallelujah. That is why the born again Christian must have control over the earth. That is why the born again Christian, you must know who you are. You are born anew. You are not an upgrade Adam. Your character was not modified. You didn't change your bad ways. You were, you were created new. Hello. Hello. That is why when you are a Christian, you are not a recreation. You are a new creation. <laughs> Hello. When you are in Christ, you are not a recreation. You are a new creation. We will deal with that next week. It means that to be born of the Spirit. Except a man be born of the Spirit. How can you be born of the Spirit? A word must come to that man. As the man begins to hear the word, he is being washed by the word. As he's being washed by the word, through the faith in the word, the spirit is in the process to instantly the person's spirit is regenerated. <laughs> Hello. That's what he said. Except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Number four, being born again means. To receive the gospel of Christ and believe it. Being born again means to receive the gospel of Christ. To receive the gospel of Christ. Number five, being born again means to be born of God. To be born of God. No wonder in First John chapter 5 verse 4, he said, whatsoever is born of God, overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even my faith. Whatsoever is born of God, 
overcomes the world. Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. It means to be born of God. It means to be born of God. It means to be born of God. He said he overcomes the world. He overcomes the world. So the power to overcome the world is the power of being born again. You see, when you are born again, it's not because you fasted 40 days. You have overcome the world. It is your right. Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. Overcome the influence of the world. Overcome the satanic system in the world. Overcome the satanic activities in the world. Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. They said this is the victory that overcomes the world. Because they believe in the gospel. is the belief. is the ability to have the faith of God. When you believe in the gospel, you believe in the gospel through the faith of God that came to you by your hearing of the gospel. And by that faith of God, even if you don't add to that faith, you overcome the world. That is the faith of God that makes the unbeliever accept the gospel. It's the faith of God. Hallelujah. And God, Bible said, God has dealt with every man a measure of faith. That measure of faith was the seed of faith that God gifted to everyone at the time you were being born again. God gave you a seed of faith. He gave us the same measure of faith. The same of faith. Now, when you get a seed, what do you do to a seed? You plant that seed, you water that seed, and you ensure the seed grow. That's why we ought to grow our faith. Because God gave us the seed of his faith. Hallelujah. So the unbeliever received the faith of God to believe. So anyone that is born of God overcomes the world. Number six, it means to be born of the word. Being born again means being born of the word. Let me give you a simple exposition in 1 Peter 1 verse 23. It means to be born of the word. If you are born again this morning, I'm here to declare to you that you are of God. Amen. You are of God. Also, that, that's why John wrote to these little Christians that you are of God, little children. He said, even though you are not spiritually matured, you still struggle with many additions in your physical life. But you are of God, little children, and you have overcome the world because greater is He that is in you than He that is in the world. You are of God means you came from God, you hail from God. God gave that to you. You are the offspring of. God. The Christian is not an ordinary species. You are born of God. It must sink in your spirit that I'm born of God. No witch in your family can torment you. No, nobody can terrorize you in your workplace. You are born of God. You must shout it that you are born of God. It must sink. You must be indoctrinated that you are born of God. Your mind must accept it. No matter the demonic activity in that family, in your workplace, in your environment, you are born of God. He says you are of God, little children. It's a nice way to say that you are born of God. You hail from God. You came out of God. God was in the labor room and God was pushing, pushing, pushing. And you came out as a new baby. You are born of God. You may not have a better bed from your natural source, but I am born of God. God gave birth to me. I am born of God. My first, my, my natural bed may not have any relevance. May not have any, any pedigree. I may not have been born into a better family, but I am born of God. Into the class of God. Into the family of God. Into the strength of God. Into the kingdom of God. I am born of God. 
I am born of God. I refuse to accept defeat because I am born of God. You may judge me by my father's background. You may judge me by my natural background. But that natural background was a change. That man that came from that natural background was crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, but Christ lived in me. The life I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loves me and he gave himself for me. The man I used to be is dead in Christ. This is a new creation in Christ. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Clap your hands and shout amen. This is a new man in Christ. You cannot bring us down by our family name. We have a different family name. We are the seed of Christ. The seed the seed of Adam brought us many pain. But there was a shift. There was a change. The man in Adam died in Christ. But this is a new man in Christ. Hallelujah. You are born of God. You must understand it. No matter the demonic activity in that market space that you work, you must understand whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. Challenges will come. Many storms will come in your way. But who you are matters. I am born of God. Uh, it's not everyone that had the hardship in, in the world who affect them because they have different economy. We are born of God. We are the breed of God. We are on this earth because we want men to know God. Are you hearing what I'm saying today? Yes. Don't be intimidated. Christianity is not a tamant for vulnerability. Sometimes like we become Christian when we want to become weak. No. Christianity is a road to ruggedness. You, you know who you are. Things will not just pass. Hallelujah. So many people want to say now. So that they were enjoyed because Christianity will make you vulnerable. Who told you? We are from above. He said, You may not have anything physical, but greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. He's boasting. Some people are so, they feel that they are classy. They are in class because of the, the, the type of a car they drive. They think they are, they are classy because of a phone that they use. They think that they are classy because of the university from which they graduated. They are classy because of a particular man who was prominent in their family. And from this, this family, it made them classy. You may not have anything physical to boast and to place value on your life. But greater is he that is in you than he. Not in the world. Christ in you is the hope of glory. Clap your hands and shout amen, somebody. There is something to believe because Christ in you is the hope of glory. Christ in you. Man talk. He says, say, you are of God. You are, there is God in you. Don't be afraid. Greater one lives in you. You are in the house sleeping. Sometimes you wake up like something wants to move in your room. <laughs> Begin to laugh. <laughs> Greater is he. We don't see the manifestation of this life because we are ignorant. You see, you see, gradually, the process for spiritual growth is leaving the church. So people just join church and that's it. They are waiting for the day their mother will die and they go and do funeral by the church. They are waiting the day that uh, they will marry the church will bless. So I'm stopping church because they didn't attend my mother's funeral. They didn't, uh, the church did not turn up for my wedding ceremony. I was naming my child and they didn't show up. It had become a social club. But the essence of church is for spiritual growth. It's for spiritual nourishment. You are naked. 
And in this move of God, your process for growth has been established. You must grow at all costs. You must become who you are in Christ. You must possess what you have in Christ. And you must know and do what God wants to do through your life. If you believe, shout amen. So the first Peter said, being born again, why did Peter have to bring not of corruptible seed? It means that there was a category that was of a corruptible seed. Because Peter was making an argument. Because sometimes people say they are born again. Pastor, hmm, yeah, I'm a Christian. Or sometimes I hear some preaching that, oh, even though you are born again, but you have to deal with some demons. You have to break some altars. If being born again, that could generate my human spirit to be a child of God, could not deal with that, then there is nothing at your disposal. I'm telling you. If being born again, that gives you a new life. And that still new life can be under that old life. Then there is no strength to believe in Christ. There is nothing to believe in Christ for. Because the difficult thing God had was to make you to be his child. The, the greatest miracle on earth was when God became a man. That is the greatest miracle for God to be limited by the human body. There was no generation that ever imagined that God would one day be live among men. Because the prophet was enough to represent God to live among men. The priest was enough to represent God among men. The king was enough to represent God among men. But for God to step out of eternity into time to live among men, they never understood it. They were always looking for a military man that would stand in the place of God. Because it has always been the angel of the Lord that took the place of God. But for God to leave eternity into time, to become a flesh among men, was the greatest miracle. What was the purpose? The purpose so that you can be regenerated. You can be born again and to be a child of God. Not to deal with one demon in your family. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So Peter said, being born again, which is a different way of birth, not a second birth, being born again, not of corruptible sperma, but of incorruptible. Then he defined the incorruptible sperma by the word of God that liveth and abideth forever. He now gives the credence to the the second one, the incorruptible seed. He said the incorruptible seed is by the word of God that liveth and abideth forever. If you check the word seed in the scripture, it's the same Greek called the word sperma, which is translated the word sperm. The word sperma literally means a life-carrying faculty in a living being. A life-carrying faculty in a living being. It's a faculty that carries life in a living being. Now, in Leviticus 17, also make us understand that the life of the flesh is the blood. The blood is the life of the flesh. Hello? It means that the sperm carries the blood. It means the sperm do what? So, it is the seed of the man that brings the blood. So, everyone that you sit here, you are the seed of your father. That is why we are sinners by nature without Christ because we are the seed of Adam when we are not born again. So it was the seed of Adam that produced her unto you. So when your father met your father, your father is carrying the seed of Adam and released a person into your mother. So when you come, you are a seed of your father. 
You are not the seed of your mother. Only Christ was the seed of the woman because that was the seed of God. Hello? Hello? Only Christ was the seed of the woman because there was no way God could have saved us through the seed of the man because the seed of the man was already corrupted. It was naturally sin. It would take the seed because woman don't produce it. It means that God will give the seed to that woman. Hello? Only Christ was born naturally without the seed of a man. He was born as a man by the virtue of the human body through the womb. But he carried the human, the divine life. That if you to do Christ's paternity test, it will be divine. Hello? It will be what? It will be divine. Because he never carried the seed of Joseph. He carried the seed of God. But the essence of the womb of the woman is that the seed will have a body. That's why when a child doesn't come at month, uh, the, 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 the ninth month, then it becomes seventh or preterm. Sometimes they are not fully developed. But it will need nine months to be full, for the body to be fully developed in the womb. So Jesus needed just the, the, the womb of the woman for the body. But the life came from God. Now, when Adam sinned against God, everyone that came from Adam became a sinner by nature, not a sinner by committing sin. So even if you are an unbeliever, you don't believe in Christ, you've never committed sin, you are a sinner in nature. When you begin to act sinfully, you are just manifesting who you are. So sinner by nature is that you are in a state, but you need something to break you to manifest who you are. Hello? Do you get that? So by nature, we are sinners. So when a child is born, the child is born a sinner by nature. Not by commission. Because there is a, it's a seed of sin that generated the, the child. Now Peter said, we are not born again out of this corruptible sperma that a man is born to be naturally a sinner. You are sin by nature. But we are born again by the incorruptible seed of God. By the incorruptible seed of God. And this incorruptible seed of God has the nature of righteousness. That when you are born again, you receive the nature of God at birth, at salvation. When you are regenerated by the Holy Spirit, you receive that spirit. You receive the nature of God. That a Christian may commit, have some wrong act in their actions, but they have a, a nature of righteousness. All that they need to do is to grow in their nature so that they will act according to their nature. Hello? So we don't go about to preach to sinners, stop sinning, stop smoking. They don't need to stop smoking. They need to receive the gospel, believe in Jesus, and receive a new nature. Hello, 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 hello. The gospel is not good advice. The gospel is good news of what has been accomplished in Christ. All that unbelievers need to know to hear and believe and become part of it. That is the gospel. Stop smoking, it doesn't change, it doesn't make the person born again. Stop fornicating, it doesn't make the person born again. Their nature is still the same. But when they receive Christ, they, are, they receive a new nature. Now, as they begin to grow in their spiritual work, who they are will start manifesting their action. So the reason why many Christians are born again for a long time, they are still the same person in action, indeed, is because they have not consciously been taught and been discipled. 
that their identity will reflect in their mind, the way they think, the way they act, the way they live their lives. Be committed to church. When you come to church, just to write something down, get the message. Steady. Listen to it until you are possessed with the message. Because that's where the change comes. Faith comes by hearing by the rima of God. Faith comes by hearing by the voice of God that comes to you through the word. As you build your faith, you build mastery over the weakness of the flesh. So that that weakness of the flesh will carry the, the nature of who you are. Will carry the strength of who you are. So Peter said, being born again, not of the corruptible seed, by the incorruptible, by the word of God that liveth and abideth forever. When you read in James chapter 1 verse 18, he says that of his own will, it was out of the will of God, begat he us by the word of truth, that we should be a kind of first fruit to his creation. This is an introducing message on our new birth in Christ. I just came to introduce the message so that the coming days, we are going to have a wonderful time. If you are happy, clap your hands and say I'm happy.